On a big special welcome back episode of Top 5 for Fighting, we were going to have a special Top 5 Reasons That We Hate Ryan until Phil fucked up and sent us 500 reasons, so we are not going to have time to get to Phil's list. But we will re- we will talk about the trip and why Phil hates Ryan this uh, week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years, decades of years. That's first of all. First of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh yeah, yeah. Talk about spoilers. That would have been a huge dick move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna shit on something. (laughs) Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just. You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, he's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie is, was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. All right, so let's explain that inside joke. You know what sucks about this inside joke? That it's not as funny if you're not there experiencing it. That everyone should know because it's that good. Oh, it is amazing. It just just the the group text that we have that should be a pay per view event in and of itself. I mean, I could probably read some examples just for fun, but it's um, I know inside jokes are usually horrible for situations like this, but I assure you, it's one of my one of fun my, in every way. One of my favorite ones happened this past weekend. So talk while, while I find it. Well, I mean, first first and foremost, nobody really hates Ryan. No, the guy is that, amazing. That the Lidl. That whole that whole group was fucking solid, bro. It was super solid. Hey, I don't make friends with schmucks. Yeah, fair enough. Um the and I hope out of the uh, hundreds of people that are listening now a week from how many different countries, Greg? Can you give us a quick rundown of the countries that we have listeners in? Oh, uh, Australia, think, yeah. United Kingdom. Uh, there was one more, uh, like, England, like Yugoslavia or something like that. Alaska, yeah. I, yeah. Know, I know that's part of us, but still yeah. far away. Um, out of the hundreds of people that download a week, which were now like over three, four hundred a week, about yeah, getting there, four, four hundred, four hundred. I'm assuming most of the people listening are guys in. I'm sure that all those guys have groups of friends, and I hope they're half as fun of this group of idiots because it is a blast. So the group that we had when we got up there was was you and me yep. and super fan Phil Eddie. Yep. Uh, Ryan. Yep. Jerry and Nick. Jerry, tailgating chef extraordinary. Oh, my God. was Jerry, I hope you're listening because it was fucking incredible. Anyway, Legend. the joke is is that Ryan and J- that, that Phil hates Ryan. That's the joke for just just because even though they love each other to death, the I joke can't is, even remember when back when this started. So there are thousands of references through it, th- in this text, uh, and and then what the shit that went down while we were up there last weekend. This weekend, Ryan posts a gif of Gizmo in the chat. Gizmo happy and then sad, and it says, "I started calling Phil Gizmo now because he has so many rules." Excuse me. I started calling Phil Gizmo now because he has as many rules as a Mogwai to follow. <laughs> Jerry pops in with a, even with all the rules Ryan has to follow to be Phil's friend, it somehow feels like there should be more. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then, and then, and then, Ryan, damn it, Jerry, you're not helping. So it's like that over and over and over, and it is absolutely incredibly amazing. Yes, and ninety percent of this group text would get all of us in trouble and canceled with TV or whatever, which yeah, makes it. Would, no, my my point is that's how awesome it is. Absolutely, the um the terrorist jokes. From Phil to Ryan are absolutely <laughs> legendary, which always goes back to Team America. Because New Camel, who dis? <laughs> literally, that was a text. New Camel, who dis? Um, oh, which so goes way fun. back because when I lived in Michigan and I've known Ryan a long time now. When we were, you know, worked together at a dealership long ago, like we talked about that movie constantly Durka, Durka. when it came out. So great. Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> um, when that movie came out, we quoted that movie, I swear, for years. Oh, it, yeah. it, it never stops. It's, cla- it's, it's a classic. It's amazing. If you haven't seen it, it's Team America World Police. you got to stop what you're doing. I believe it's on it. Netflix. Yeah. Right now. And, and if not, call me. I'll mail, I'll, I'll mail you the DVD. It's incredible. And if you don't like it, I don't know, I don't know what your problem if is. If you don't like it, you're probably not listening to us. So, yeah, the, the trip was absolutely legendary. You seem to have a good time. I had a great time. <laughs> uh, we all learned that Greg loves Fireball and Rum Chata, which the funny thing is, I love it too. And I was introduced to that from Ryan. Okay. Which is another good reason to hate Ryan. It's for equal in- parts, introducing that. Equal parts Fireball and Rum Chata. It's like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. To the T. Yeah. The funny thing that I kept thinking to myself all weekend was, you're doing shots of it. I pour it in a glass and just make it as a drink. Because I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but... I love rum chata, like those cream cream drinks or cream liqueurs, yep. whatever they're called. Love them. Okay. I mean, I could drink Kahlua straight out of the bottle Ooh. on ice or whatever. I mean, you don't slam it, obviously, because it's so sweet. But rum yeah. chata and Fireball, awesome. And, yeah, you definitely enjoyed those. Hey, I didn't get too shitty because I remember everything that happened. I was super happy that you were having... As much oh. fun as you were. Hey, I know how to have a good time. I just never have time to have a good time. And this weekend, you had lots of time to have a oh good time. Oh, my God. We got to the... See, the one the one that I really wanted to let loose was the tailgate. But I really wanted to remember the game. Got to be careful. Yeah. So we got to the we got to the parking spot at, what, 1.30? 1.45? The yep. game didn't start until 7.30? Correct. We were drinking, eating. Oh, my God. The food was so good. And I didn't eat enough because I was scared I was going to get to the stadium and have to pull a massive hey, number two good awareness on your part and then um because that tailgate that'll yeah. get you yeah it will that'll it, get, that'll you. get you, you hard if you're if you're new or if you you get lost in it get carried away with having a good time six hours before kickoff yeah it'll get you yeah someone's gonna have to carry you into the stadium right. but i didn't i stayed very sober for that no we all did uh yeah we did but we had a great time uh it's 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 everything that stadium is everything it's made out to be to be 1937, I think it was built. Early 19, yeah. 1937, 1934, yeah. something like that. Yep. The thing looks brand new. It looks it looks brand new. It looks like it just opened that day. They renovate it, it a but, lot. But that just shows how much they care about yep. it. Now, Doak Campbell is a gorgeous stadium, mm-hmm. but it's not kept up like that. It's kept up and it's nice, but you can tell that it was built a long time ago. Yeah. But still, was uh, we had so much fun. We show up. Phil has I Hate Ryan stickers printed up. They're all over his car, all over his windows and his house. It was just incredible. Can we just applaud the effort from Phil? Oh, absolutely. To go in on the I Hate Ryan joke. We show up, and Phil shows us a, a knit cap 
that he has had made. It's a navy blue, Michigan colors. Yep. Knit cap that he has had embroidered yep. with with maize th- uh, thread. I hate Ryan. <laughs> then we go on our first liquor run to oh, Meyer. Yes. And he picks up a plastic Negan bat from The Walking Dead to again put on there. I hate Ryan. It, it's it, incredible. It, it was it, incredible. It was just so funny and so much fun. Guys, weekends like this are just they're, they're awesome. See, the first night we got there, we were stay, what? How late do we stay up? Three a.m. We shut that place down at three a.m. Yeah, and that's only because we ran out of firewood. ran out of firewood. We yes. were seriously looking at Phil's shed. That bitch will burn. I had decisions to make. Yes, <laughs> had decisions to make, but we knew we had to get up, so we yeah. we, we we shut it down. That was uh, to everybody that listens to this that put any effort into that to making us feel like we were at home. Uh, thank you. I can't. Uh, I can't even thank you enough. It was just what a and everything went off without a hitch. We had no problems. We had no, no issues. issues. We got upgraded on our flight back to comfy chairs. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was leg room. Bad. Yeah, had a little bit of leg room. So it's nice. Ended up ended up working out pretty good. Was nice to Ann Arbor's gorgeous. Ann Arbor is an amazing college. I really don't have much to compare it to. I've been to East Lansing a few times. I've never had a bad trip to East Lansing whatsoever. Um, it's it's everything you like when you picture a college town. When you hear the word college town, Ann Arbor is instantly what I picture because you've got you know all the. I don't even know how would you describe those houses. They're not old. They're older. No, but they're, they're old. They're like they're, they're, they're not like modern houses are at those, all. I don't know if that's a ranch style house or not. It's a it's no because ranches have no no top floor. It's it's a lot like if you watched a Christmas story. Yes, the movie A Christmas Story. It's those houses. Yep, with basements. They're they're not huge, but they're 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 decent sized. Uh, see, when I picture college town, <clears throat> lots of big trees. When I um, picture college town or think of college town, all I can think of is like um, Gainesville. Because that's where I've been the most, and right. it's just modern and nothing but parties going on. Yep. This is like your hometown, and there just happens to be the biggest college football stadium in the country across the street. Walking to the stadium, those streets remind me of the movie Halloween when they were walking up and trick or treating and stuff like that. It just looks like that type of neighborhood. Yeah, houses right next to each other, just a regular neighborhood street. A lot of cross streets. Um, it's everybody's friendly. Um, it, it's it's just awesome, and I'm glad you had a great time. Oh, can't. And more importantly, they won. Had a great time. Oh, well, we knew they were going to win. Yeah. We well, we I mean we did, and yeah. it was never really in question the entire game. But um, it you know they didn't rack up fifty or sixty like I was hoping they would, but they won. They didn't rack up fifty or sixty because they didn't try to rack up fifty or sixty. <sighs> I think they showed up. They wanted to dominate. They wanted to keep the game short. They wanted to get out of there without any injuries. Get to Penn State. They ran the ball a lot. It looked good. Same thing they've done all year. Yep. Run yep. the ball, control the clock. Um, it's like Bo Schembechler is just on the, on the sidelines calling the plays. Yeah. And they're 9-1, and one, so okay. Yeah. Can't complain about that, can you? No, really can't. Perfect. Should be 10-0, and 0, but whatever. It happens. Yeah, it does. So. Um, and then we hit downtown Detroit, and you got to see Little Caesars Arena. That place is incredible. Yes. That place... It's the only way I can describe it. I was trying to describe it to Susan. Is it's like a mall with a professional hockey rink inside of it. Right. That's that's how it's built, and it's you're right, state of the art. Uh, Every everything about it is just. It's not even an open arena when you get down to it because of the way that they have the catwalks around it. Yep. When you sit, it's almost like you're 
attention is focused in a bowl down towards the rink, and then you come up out of it and you come to where the the different levels for the the stores and it was really. Yeah. It's beautiful. It really is beautiful. Yeah, it's it was and, awesome. And, and again, they they just they straight up spanked uh, Vegas. They whooped Vegas's ass, which was a lot of fun. And the crowd, not totally full. Bless you. <sighs> Thank you. Um, I'd say it was about three quarters, maybe a little less than three quarters full. But I don't man, think, I really don't know if it was three quarters. They brought their A game though. Yeah, they that did. That crowd was fucking loud and a lot of fun. And we weaseled our way down into lower bowl seats like I do every time, and it was awesome. And it was cool, and I'm glad you enjoyed that as well. Yeah, hell yeah! How could I not? Yeah, I, fucking I, I, hockey game. Good, good point. Yeah, duh. So that was now. Trip. I was significantly drunker at the Red Wings game. This is a fact. Than I was at the Michigan game. This is where the fireball happened. We sat down on the porch on Sunday. We had about three hours to kill. We're on the porch drinking. Ryan shows up and says, "We should probably get going." And somebody makes a comment about how, no, the game doesn't start till 7.30. And Ryan likes, no, it's 6. Now, when we it bought our tickets, these it, tickets were for 7.30. Definitely. They were definitely 7.30. 100%. And that game was then shifted to 6 o'clock. And thankfully, Ryan said something. And everybody hauled ass to the car. I stumbled to the car. We got you there. Yeah. Oh, no, you did. You yeah, got me yeah. there. I it, think I drank two-thirds of the way there, too. Probably. Yes, I did. Yes. Totally. Hey. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, there was a. I mean, this was a fantastic trip. Yes, it was, for sure. And we're back. And, and we're back. go. And we're back to work. And I've got a couple short weeks coming up. Um, I'm just living the life right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm me sh- too. I'm enjoying it. Short day Friday, heading out to the woods for a few days. Um, gonna be off Monday. Got a two day work week next week. Then the week after that, followed up with a four-day work week because I'm going back to the woods. I mean, I, I, I love life right now. Hell yeah! Let's see. I'm I got third. I'm off Friday and Monday because we're going to Charlotte this weekend. We're gonna go see Genesis mm-hmm. and gonna go see the Panthers uh, play the Washington football team. Sweet, the Redskins. Yeah, I, I called them the Redskins all day today, <laughs> and um, I'm off Monday, and then we got a short week next week, and got Thanksgiving. Gotta love it. Yeah, Tur- Turkey Day. Can't beat that. Um. Okay. So, what else is going? NFL overtime is stupid. NFL overtime is a fucking joke. I'll say it right now. It is stupid. Ties do not belong in football. Ties don't belong in sports. Period. At all. I agree. Here's how you. Here's how you fix it. How you do make you fix it? Nice it? and easy. You say what you do, and I would okay. say what I would do. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say the college. The college rule. The college. Because it's the perfect. Yeah. But here's here's how here's how you do it. You play ten minutes. You okay. play the ten minute period. If at the end of so ten, like standard game, standard game, okay, and then you play your ten minute overtime period, which they have cut down from fifteen minutes to ten. Right, same rules. Uh, you score a touchdown, it's over. If you kick a field, they kick a field. You play till the next score. Blah 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 blah. If at the end of ten minutes you are tied, it comes down to the kickers. No, no, listen. I I, I know where you're going. No rush. Right. Hold it, and you say. I can kick it from 60. And this guy says, I can kick it from 65. First person to miss, their team loses. It's cool, but I'll say the same thing I say about hockey shootouts. Individual competitions have no place in team sports. And that's what that is. But I'm not going to disagree that it would not be fun to watch. I just hate it. Line them up at the 30, play four downs, however it is. If you score a touchdown or whatever, the college setup is a perfect way to settle overtime in football. 
your way does sound fun as hell. Because you, you say it you would like- be different. It would be non-traditional. It would be. It, it is. It's a gimmick, just like the shootout is. But after a couple years, NHL fans hate the shootout now anyway. It doesn't get to too many anymore because of the three-on-three overtime, which is a which is a cool change. Mm-hmm. You say it individual competitions shouldn't matter but the fact of the matter is is that the whole team has to participate as a whole to just get like a there, normal field goal to get there yeah okay so um if you want to write if you want to make it normal field goal tries i'm fine with that too but how many times have we seen teams lose a game because of their kicker oh sure why don't we give the kickers a chance to win it if the other if you know what i mean yeah it's it's basically a shootout in football and yeah. I just I hate shootouts. I, soccer is yeah, see, also stupid as hell. Shoot, shootouts is is a is a fan gimmick. I understand why you don't like them because it shouldn't be or uh, base. But right. let's be honest. How many times have we watched a playoff hockey game go six overtimes? What if you had a? It's the greatest. Yeah, it is the greatest. But it's also it's also in a game that definitively means something. I agree. You know, I mean, if you were a professional hockey player. Would you want to have to play six overtimes tonight to go play a game tomorrow? No, I, no, that would I, be rough. No, I will say this. You are correct. If they did that during the regular season and then adopted the college playoff in, in, in um, playoffs, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, I, I'm cool with that, only for the reason being... Well, in the playoffs, you play until it's over. It, okay, yeah. There's, they, if, if, they had in, if that game yesterday would have been a playoff game, they would have started over just like a regular period ends. There's no ties. I just do it. Just, a lot of people hate it. College I, overtime to me is perfect. I don't. I don't think ties should exist. You get the ball at the thirty. So be it. We'll we'll see what happens. And then if if they do the overtime after three overtimes and it's still tied, have to go for two. I just the college playoff is absolutely perfect. Well, you know they've changed that now. To what? They've changed the college playoff. The first two overtime periods are a regular from the twenty or something, right? and you score. After the third, it's two-point conversion attempts. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was saying. From the three. After the the initial, or not initial, after three possessions, basically, then you have to go for, th- have no, no, to go no, for no. two. You, no, no, you don't go for I'm sorry. two. I, what? You don't, you don't run the ten plays, and then if you score, go for two. You go for two. That's your possession. Just At, a two-point conversion? On the third possession in college now, it is literally a two-point Because there was a, a college play. game that just went to nine overtimes. That's why it went to nine overtimes, because, because it just was one just play. straight one play. That's yep. stupid as hell, too. But at least they're playing football, and yeah. that, that's all you can ask for. Make a play, stop a play, whatever. But Well, also, if you don't want to tr- tie, maybe don't fumble the fucking football all over the field. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about the shittiest team in the NFL, so it, it, I mean, it's going to happen. Basically, overtime just done. I don't know that we're talking about the Texans, are we? It. No, we're talking about the Lions. Oh, okay. The 0-8 Lions. Hey, get off their back. They haven't lost two weeks in a row. They haven't won either. So there's that. It doesn't matter. God. Hey, they're not going to go 0-17, so you should be happy. Yeah, they could still go winless. They could. And that's what I'm looking for. Number one draft pick. Get that tackle out of Alabama or that defensive end out of Oregon. One of the two. Either one, I'm happy with. I agree. And then we'll go from there. But you know um, they won't. You know they'll pick the kid from Pittsburgh. Fucking better not. You, you the the quarterback should be your last piece. I I can't argue. I mean, absolutely. If you last can't piece. build a team around golf, you can't build a, a team around anybody. And I'm not saying golf is a is a world beater, but he's more than serviceable. Got a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I but so know. did Trent Dilfer. 
He did, but he still got to the Super Bowl. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you still have to play. You can't just go out there and just hand it off 35 times a game. True. I mean, he had to play quarterback. So, I mean, I, and, I and I've made I the Dilfer joke yeah, I can't 100 times. Golf is golf's better than he gets credit for. Hey, everybody, I've had, I had two people this year tell me they did not realize Matt Stafford was that good. Because he's lighting it up, and and I said, well, when you 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 can't fly with the Eagles when you're surrounded by fucking vultures or and or or ostriches. I will defend or, golf by saying this too: How good do you expect a guy to play with zero fucking talent around him, other than DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift's a keeper. Panesu, that, their their line is better this year, but who who are his wide receivers? They have three pieces in place right now, and one question mark: Swift. Panay Sewell and Hawkinson. Yeah. And then Goff, we'll see once he gets some talent and some weapons other than Hawkinson and Swift. Or at least a wide receiver that can create separation. I mean, damn. A single NFL receiver would be nice. Just one. So, I don't know. I have, yeah, it sucks. I have no complaints because they have no talent. And this is a true starting off at zero rebuild. Uh, Probably the worst team outside of those talent-wise I've ever seen. Outside of those three positions, it's shit. Yeah, oh, I agree. It's a lot of shit. Campbell's not to blame. Um, the GM's not to blame. Can't blame golf. We'll see what happens in the offseason in the draft. And, and they should get significantly better next year because there's nowhere to go but up. The reason that I say that the Texans are the worst team in the league is because the Texans don't even have those pieces in place, and they don't even have draft picks. Because they've traded their draft picks away. They've won a couple games. Yeah, but so what? Yeah, I, you, you know what right. I mean. So fucking hey, every blind, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. The fucking the Washington won yesterday for Christ's sake. So winning a game to me isn't. But at least the, at least the the Lions have two number ones this year, right? You know, and they got two number ones next year. I don't think the Texans have a number one until twenty twenty three. It might be twenty twenty four. The Rams don't have a number one until I'm like seventy. No shit. <laughs> But but they got Von Miller and God. I've been saying this for we've been doing this podcast for two years now. I've been saying it from day one. Picks mean nothing if you almost, can get stars. Almost three. Almost three. Rams have adopted the Putnam philosophy of drafting. Fuck the picks. Give me stars. Let's win a Super Bowl. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're in the win now mode. Their biggest problem is going to be trying to keep these guys maintaining them. Yeah yeah. Because look. Von Miller is not the best defensive end in the league anymore, but he's still going to get $10 million a year, right? And he's probably still going to make a Pro Bowl. you got Goff. You've got Cup. Um, now you've got OBJ, who's going to be wanting money. Higby. You've got Von Miller. You've got Higby. You've got um, Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Don- Donald, Aaron, think, Aaron is, Donald. He's, he yeah. still has a couple years on his cut. Yeah. They gave him a big deal, I think. Yeah. If I remember and I know right. the salary cap goes up, but... You know, when these, whenever these guys become available, yep. unless they want to stay, unless they buy into this philosophy that the Bucks sold this year, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's a as a player, wouldn't it be kind of hard to say, yeah, I want to go somewhere else? When you're in L.A. with a brand new stadium and a and an All Pro team, chances are pretty good you're going to fucking win. Yeah, so I, I agree, but I know that it's all about money with. A well, portion of the NFL. A lot of the times, they, some players just are, want to win. I think some. I think some players are starting to get it a little bit because the Bucks are. You make you make so much, right? Anyway, you know what I mean. I know. I know that uh, some. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers, 
while we were up in Michigan, and we made said a couple things, and we, we were talking about Rogers with his vaccine, and you had a point about how you know Rogers' body is his paycheck, yeah. So he can't mess up his 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 body because it'll fuck him over. Now Aaron Rodgers should never be broke. Ever. If he has half a brain, he should never be broke based on the money that he's made, right? But he has he's that trajectory that not a lot of players get, but still. You've got guys that are nobodies that are making three and four million dollars a year. Rogers, if you do that for five years, if you can't live the rest of your life on fifteen million dollars, you're doing something wrong. Number one, or you're just stupid. Yeah, you, no, you're just. That's stupid. what I'm saying. You're doing something wrong. Number two, even if Rogers makes a mistake at this point and screws his body up and he can't play for three years, he's out seventy five million. So it's it's it, it. There is a lot of disparity, but a lot of these guys ought to be able to say, you know what, I can stay on a team that wants me, and I can continue to. Pro- to perform at a high level because I don't have to be, I don't have to put the whole team on my shoulders, and I may make three million a year less, but I might play five more years and win and win, right? Get a ring, be recognized as it. You know what I mean? Who who remember remember the quarterback of that team that went zero and sixteen when Tampa first started out or zero and twenty six? Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, you don't. No, you so don't. it doesn't matter what he was making. So who gives a shit? Right? What he? Who, maybe he's happy. I know that one of those quarterbacks was Spurrier. So right, but still. The old ball coach. The old ball coach. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's just, uh, I mean, I again, my, I pay attention to the NFL pretty much on the minimum basis now, and that's just for fantasy reasons. But, um, like, I, che- I check in on the red zone for a few minutes here and there just to get an idea what, what's going on. But I, I'm an addict. I don't base my Sundays anymore around the NFL. Um, big games, obviously, the Bengals are are bengling again um we'll, we'll see what happens but it is nice though it's a lot less stressful on sundays saturdays are gonna fucking kill me but sundays it's almost worth it health-wise for me not to be so invested i screamed at my tv so much this weekend susan closed the door wow and then she she gave me this she gave me a bad look and she walks over and i got pissed off and i walked over and i said here let me help you i took the monkey off and threw him on the floor and shut the door all the way i felt like an asshole afterwards because hey. I, I was being loud and rude. Florida it State, happens. Florida State, damn, they gave me a heart attack this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy. I watched. I'm happy because I watched. they won. But that game should have never, have ever, ever, never, ever, ever have been that fucking close. I like that quarterback. He's got some. He's got some ability. I mean, it's they show glimpses of being a very good football team, but I mean. It's I, I don't know enough about them is the, the is on the level that you do, the, but the biggest problem Florida State has is the same problem that every team that got a new head coach last year has. Is that coach that took over last year last year was a miserable year to take over a new friend a new program in college with not being able to recruit, not being able to see people, not being able to yeah. meet in person, not having a spring game, not having a fall, all that all that garbage. These guys are finally learning the system. They've got talent. Not like they used to. Not they don't have talent on a Michigan or an Ohio State or an Alabama level. Right. But they've got talent. They are night and day from where they were when they fired Willie Taggart. They're not making oh, I, a lot of stupid I mistakes. I can even see that. They're still making stupid mistakes, but the system is starting to they're starting to understand it, and they're starting to play as a team. Their two biggest issues they do not have a stud wide receiver. They don't have that number one guy. And they do not have a phenomenal pass rush. Which is inexcusable at a university like Florida State. Florida State should recruit itself. 
But it, well, with it, the right person in place, it will. It does. When Jimbo left to go to Texas A&M, he did the same thing to Florida State that Urban Meyer did to Florida. He left the pantry bare. Yeah. And it's it takes. And then when you bring Taggart in for three years, and he doesn't do nothing, they've got at that game this past weekend because the Miami uh, Florida the the Miami Florida State game is a huge recruiting tool in the state of Florida. I think they had six of the top twenty five athletes in the country yep. at that game trying to decide. Yep. So winning's a big deal. But it, it takes a while to reload. I mean, you've seen it at Michigan. We've seen it. You see it everywhere Took at every, every college. People can bash Harbaugh all they want. It takes, a, in my opinion, to redo a program, it takes a coach four years to recruit and build his team. It takes it takes that many to 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 be a national contender, in my opinion. I think you can get better very Minimal. quickly. You can get better very quickly, but the biggest issue that you have to have is you got to have that depth. I believe it took Sweeney six years at Clemson. Dabo. Yep. I think it took him six or seven years, and now he's back to being trash. But that's good because he's a smug prick. Yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I don't know, but I love it after just yeah, you know, I'm happy about it. Two months ago, with him bashing the expansion of the playoffs. Well, you know there ain't four good teams. You go, we're we're definitely going to make four. We'll make twelve. But we'll definitely make four. You ain't making shit. Yeah, exactly. You, you ain't making nothing this year. You know what? You know what? What's the what's the most important piece in college football? Do you think on a team? Honestly, what do you think is the most important piece? Head coach. I think it's quarterback. It's head coach and. Slash recruiting. That's everything. Obviously, in football, quarterback's always going to be your most important. I And I but, think that these teams that contend... Well, let's look at what Clemson did. You had you had Deshaun Watson for yep. three years. Then you had Kelly Bryant for a year and a half. And then you had Trevor Lawrence for three years, three and a half years. Yep. So there you go. Urban Meyer at Florida. You had um, Chris Leak, then Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. right? When he was at Ohio State, he had... Haskins and how many different quarterbacks did he have at, at Ohio State? I mean, JT. Yeah, Florida State. All those years when they were winning in the eighties, Cardale. For they had one year. they had Peter Tom Willis and uh, Chris Winkie. They had it's it's these these guys hit this they hit this window with the quarterback, and you don't have to be. I say Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was not a great high college quarterback. You don't have to be Trevor Lawrence. No. You just have to be able to run the system. And then when that goes away, your team, no matter how good it is, is shit. Florida this year, perfect example. They went from struggling because they never had a quarterback. They had a quarterback in Trask for two years, lit that shit up, and this year they can't do they can't do squat. So yeah. it's just you miss on that quarterback, Hate and that's to see what it. that's what yeah that's what Sweeney did. He missed on this Ogubajai Beneo, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's not what they thought he was. Now you're back to square one. Yeah, I mean quarterbacks obviously always going to be important, but the head coach and the recruiting is massive because with that recruiting, like uh, just use Michigan for an example, they the talent they have this year is significantly better than the talent they had two years ago. Yes, and that's because last year they had a great recruiting class. Um, just the other day I read that because of the turmoil at USC with their coach being let go, their number one recruit, five-star cornerback, is best friends with one of the kids at Michigan right now. Um, and they were always, you know, wanted to play on the same team together. So now that all eyes are on that kid coming to Michigan now to be part one with his buddy. But, I mean, in winning fixes everything. Always does, always has, always will. 
they will have a lot of recruits in the house for Ohio State. You win that game, boom, your yeah. recruiting class is going to go through yeah. the roof. Head coach is definitely important. You got to have a system. You got to have a system that works, and you got to be able to recruit kids that fit your system. And once you win, it's a lot easier to maintain a high level program than it is to rebuild it. <clears throat> Nick Saban. Look at Nick Saban. Yeah. I'm not taking any credit away from what he's done. What he's done is Hall of Fame, legendary, probably will never be duplicated. How hard is it to maintain Alabama? For, a, for To go into a kid's living room. Oh, right now? That's a five-star whatever. He just walks in and takes that fucking sack that he has. He's like Kenny Omega. When Kenny Omega <laughs> yeah. walks in the ring with his U-Haul no with his belts, that's Nick Saban. He just walks in, just throws that shit on the table and goes, he just goes do you want to play for me or what? Shake this kid's hand with five national championship rings can't on his even hand. Hold, can't even hold his hand up. He looks like Quagmire in that episode of uh, Family Guy. Yes. Where, with his all, one arm, he he's walks all out of the house. jacked from all his rings and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... But that's that's earned and that's deserved to be able to walk in and say, "Hey, do you want to play at Alabama? Because we're going to play for or probably win a national championship before you leave." Yeah, for um, sure. But you've you earn that privilege and that reputation by winning. It's a lot easier to recruit when you're on the top than it is to say, "Hey, we're building." That's for real. Kids don't want to hear that because kids are kind of impatient pricks that way. Yeah. But at the same time, it is nice to see my boys on the way back up. Yeah, gotta beat Ohio. Got to beat Ohio. That's all it boils down to, and that's all you can ask for. Well, you have you have to beat Ohio State if you want to go to the if you want to go to the playoffs. That's the way it should be. I wouldn't it, want it any other way. I got, wouldn't. I would not want. It would be nice, but oh, I would not want them to lose two games and then Michigan just backdoor in on the I, easy. I way. disagree. I would rather not have to beat Ohio State. I would like to see Ohio State go zero and one hundred. I I do, but <laughs> because you're always going to you hear them, that, it's that much sweeter. Because you're always going to hear, yeah, but you didn't have to beat them, and that stings. Yeah, it does. I and I. I would not want it any other way. I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I'd still smile, but there would always be that. Yeah, but we should have had to. We we should have beat them. So in two weeks, we will see. Just don't yes, look we past will. Maryland kick Maryland's ass and Tua Tagovailoa's little brother beat the shit out of them. Kid's got some talent. Game on him for Thanksgiving. That, that kid's got some talent. Yeah, he does. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Another stressful Saturday. Yeah. But I'll be in a tree. I won't be watching it, so I'll keep an eye on it on my oh, phone. Oh, this weekend? Yeah. Oh, you want? It. You don't have to worry about. Maryland. I'm heading up north on. I don't Friday. think you have to worry about Maryland. Well, yep. I, I say that, but well, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. But you shouldn't have to worry about the Washington football team either. You won't have to worry about Maryland. Fucking unbelievable. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. That's our sports wrap up. <laughs> do our picks real quick. Yeah, we can do our picks. I mean, rest assured, all of my picks hit perfectly last week. Yeah. My upset nailed. My lock nailed. Mine too. I don't remember them, but I went five for five. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Last week it was crazy. Nice, nice job. Nice job. The week before, however, was a different story. Yeah. A little different. All right. So the week before, you got zero points. Right on. Look at me. You I got took the you, week off. You did pick you did pick the Chiefs over the Packers and you did pick the Wings over Vegas. Your upset was the Jets over the Colts, which they lost. Fucking Colts. And your lock was the Bengals over Cleveland, and you you got two points. You missed two points for that, and you also missed Indiana over Michigan, which I understand. I understand why you picked Indiana over Michigan. It was a sacrifice I was willing to make, right? Yep. Now, that week, my lock was Michigan over Indiana, so I got it right. Nice. I had Auburn over A&M, which was wrong. I had the Bengals over the Browns, which was wrong. I had the Chiefs over the Packers, which was right. But my upset came in, and that was Purdue over Michigan State. Nice job. And that was super fun to watch at the tailgate party. That was... Very cool. So I got four points, and you got zero points. So right now, I am actually ahead. It is 16 to 15. Right on. 
I gotta pull my head out of my ass this week. Now it's a ball game. Yep. Now it's a ball game. I'll start out. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chargers over the Steelers. All right. I'm going to take the Lightning over the Islanders, which is tonight. How about that big win for the Lightning over the Panthers? Huge. All right, you got the Lightning over the Islanders. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles over the Saints. All right. That should be my upset, but it's not. Tough to be an upset with the Saints playing the way they're playing. They beat the Bucks. They did beat the Bucks, minus a lot of players, but hey, still a win. Yeah. Still a win. <clears throat> I'm going to take the Packers over the Minnesota Vikings. I can't blame you for that one. I'm still kind of in awe that the Vikings won yesterday, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um, only reason I'm picking this game is I'm going to be at this game. Nice. It makes sense. I'm taking the Panthers over Washington football team. I mean, that's, yeah. I, well, I would have taken the Bucks over Washington football team too, but see fair, how that worked out. Fair enough. In fact, I was so confident that game was going to happen, I put money down on it, and guess what happened? It'll get you. That's what happens. If, if I want somebody to lose, all I got to do is bet for them to win, and I'm that's fucked. That's all you got to do. And that... And now you can see why I don't bet against my team or bet for or against my teams. Understood. Yep. Except for this week. Because this week, my lock is the Browns over the Lions. <laughs> you can just go ahead and put money on that one. Yeah. I don't care what the spread is. The Browns You're, will cover. You remind me of uh, uh, fucking Michael Irvin. On the NFL Network, every week when they pick their games, they always have a lock, yeah. and he always picks against the Lions or against the Jets every week. And then he brags about how I started the season off eight. No, yeah, that was real fucking hard. Nine times out of ten, you're going to be right. Yeah. Um, my lock of the week is Ohio State over Michigan State. Yeah, I, and and there's a reason that I'm doing that. Because we need that to happen. Because well, I'm no, not admit well, it. I, I mean, if they lose, also, you know what I mean. Either way, we're good. So I'm I'm betting. They're, they're, they're my lock. Right. So I'm putting money on them, essentially. All right. You see where I'm going with that? I see what you're doing. All right. All right. Um, my upset of the week is the Raiders over the Cincinnati Bengals. Fucking Bungles. That'll be a good game. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So this is, I'm picking this as my upset this week. Oh, wait. Your lock was your lock was the Browns. Your upset was the, was the Bengals, right? No. Raiders. You got the Raiders over, over the, Bengals. the Bengals. Yep. My upset may not be a huge upset, but I'm picking it because I want something to happen. I, my upset this week is Florida State over Boston College. If Florida State beats Boston College, it comes down to them beating Florida to get a bowl spot. Perfect. So, and that'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah, because Florida's given up, I think, about 197 points a game now. Hundred, Yeah, 197. Dude, they gave up 52 points to Sanford. Sanford and Son. <laughs> That's what James said. Yeah. James said, God damn, I had to watch my team almost lose to Sanford, and then he had a picture of, of what's his red fox holding his heart. It was great. Go dip your face in some dough and make some gorilla cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest insult ever. And shut the hell up. It's an actual line in the show, yes. so knock it off. All right, you got one more. I'm going to take the Red Wings, streaking Detroit Red Wings over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Why? Because fuck Columbus. That's why. Agreed. All right. Larkin coming off a two-goal game winner in overtime. From a re- Detroit's, Detroit's playing good hockey, man. I, Larkin scored like, from oh, the side not, of the net. Everybody's like, oh, they're not playoff worthy. How do you know? I mean, they're, they're literally hanging with everybody. 
convince me that they're not right now. Exactly. There's still 80% of the season left, but someone go ahead and try and convince me they're not a playoff team I think the only, as of today. I think the only thing that can derail their season, in my honest opinion right now, is injuries. 100%. They, I, I think I think they've got the chemistry that 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 uh, Iserman wants. I think their goalkeeping is significantly better than oh, it was last year. It's light years ahead of last year. You've got a you've got a defenseman that's scoring goals and stopping goals. Winning and rookie of the year. Bertuzzi's healthy. Larkin's healthy. Two rookies leading rookie scoring. Yep. So yeah, um, I, I, yeah I think you're right. Injuries the only only thing they're gonna that, that, that could slow this team down. Um, by no means am I saying they're a contender, but. They can fuck someone up in they the first are, round they of the playoffs. Are, in my opinion, they are officially an above 500 hockey team. Oh, we, there's no reason they should finish with 20 points like they did last year. Agreed. I mean, they already are past the point total they had. If I, I, I heard it on TV, and I can't remember exactly what it was. It took them more than half the year to get past 20 points, and they passed that like two weeks ago or a week ago or something. Yeah. Like they're light years ahead of where they were last year. Agreed. And it is... I'm excited to watch them every game now. Like tonight, they're playing Columbus. I'm looking forward to watching it. I should be watching Red Notice on Netflix, but I can't justify not watching the Wings right now. Because Red Notice will be on tomorrow, dude. <sighs> Fair point. Right? Fair point. But I do have to go to the gun range and get that, that little girl ready to take out in the woods. I can't wait to shoot this thing again. Dylan's rifle is amazing. It's a beast. Nice. It's a fucking beast. All right. Um. Yeah, that and um wraps up the picks. I think so. Got the bag. Let's do the bag. All right, let's go. There's not too much stuff. Went on a fun little daddy-daughter date the other day. That day being yesterday. We saw the Eternals. Okay. Don't want to spoil anything for you, but I will say it was going into this movie reminded me of when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. We knew nothing about it. Like what the hell is Guardians of the Galaxy? A fucking talking raccoon in a in a in a tree. Um, not to that extent, but like I don't know any of these characters. I knew nothing about the backstory. I knew nothing about it. Cool, we get something new to watch, and um, it's long. It's two and a half hours long, but rightfully so because they have so much backstory for you to to learn about these characters that they did a great job of it. A lot of flashbacks. I don't know if people like or not like or whatever like that, but completely necessary. They tied all of you at world history into the Eternals because they've been around for thousands of years. Right. So it made sense. The action scenes were big. Um, the story, I was joking earlier, really tied the room together. Yep. Um, like the rug and Lebowski. It was no complaints. I enjoyed it. I really did. Story's deep. Like you can tell that they're laying the groundwork for the next big long play, I guess you could say, for Marvel. And um I'm all for it. I thought it was pretty good. Selma Hayek was Selma Hayek. Oscar award winner, top five for fighting. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um we'll do it real quick. We'll do uh Kamel Nanjani. Phenomenal. I love him. He is. I love him. His his humor and his wit is so good. He is. It's funny because the whole time I'm watching his character, I was thinking to myself, if I had the abilities and shit that the, that he did, I would act the same way. Like he's exactly what I would be in that situation. I honestly kind of fell in love with him. Totally, you know, Silicon Valley. Yeah, 
No, um, from hearing him a couple of times on Douglas movies. Oh, really? Several years ago, and then followed a couple of his other podcasts that he does, and he's just he's, he's the just same funny. as his characters that he plays. Yeah, he is. He he's it's it's just he's just funny. His sense of humor is fantastic. Uh, box office weekend. Venom: it, Let There Be Carnage made four million. Uh, still killing it. It's made two hundred and two million dollars domestically. Number four was No Time to Die. It made four point six. It's still got to see it. It's at one hundred and fifty point four seven six million. It's not bad. Number three was Dune. It made five point five. It has made ninety three million in the theater. That movie's incredible. Number two was Clifford the Big Red Dog, which we knew was going to be a hit kids because it is a kids movie. It made sixteen point four million. And number one was The Eternals. Yep. Twenty six point eight five million for a grand total of one hundred and eighteen million dollars in two weeks. Yeah, so you can take all those negative reviews and shove them up your rotten tomato ass. Again, but not, we know why. Yeah, not yeah. not actually rotten tomatoes crapping on it. People that are upset because they don't like what they see and they can't. They dig. <coughs> I'm I'm so over people being fucking assholes. Like yeah. I just can't get it. I just can't go get, see the I movie. Can't get over it. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, I saw this today. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three is currently filming, which I did not know. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's finally gonna happen. Which is awesome. So Gunn jumped right from Suicide Squad into Guardians, which is awesome. And Sylvester Stallone confirmed he's returning in his character from Part Two. Good. Which I'm all for. I mean, it's Stallone, man. How, how do this you not is like Stallone. I think that the, we we know that somehow. What was the group that Yondu was in? Uh, the Ravagers. The Ravagers. This has to be a team up of the Ravagers versus, um, not Black Adam. Um, the Nova Corps. Not the Nova Corps. Yeah, the the person that they were creating at the end of number Adam two. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. This yeah. has to be a team up. Oh, he's in it. Yeah. So it's it, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, and Warlock's not a bad guy, but I think he starts off that way. Not. I, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I because I think I think he's. I I I see this as him starting off with um being like a, a paid hitman, and then realizing that the people that are paying him to be hitmans are not good people. And blah 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 blah. All the all the while trying to figure out what's going on between Quill and um, Gamora. Yeah, with the Ravagers stepping in. To oh yeah, because they got to go find Gamora because yep. of what happened in Endgame. Yeah, it's uh, I'm pretty excited. I think it comes out either next year or the year after. I think it I comes think out in 23. I think it's 2024. 2023. 2023, yes. Yeah, because they'll be making it now for the next, what, yeah. eight months they'll or film whatever. It, they'll film it for three days, and then it'll take them two and a half years to do the effects. <laughs> it does feel that way, doesn't it? Like, oh, yeah, filming wrapped yeah. in like eight weeks. Yep. It'll be out in 18 months. Beautiful. It's like, whatever. But we know it's coming, so so that's good. Good enough. We got plenty to tide us over until that comes out. Yeah, we do. All the Marvel movies that were supposed to come out next year got pushed. <sighs> so stupid. And I, think, and I think they all got pushed the same amount. So like when... No, I can't remember what the next one was. It got pushed to when the second one was going to get released, and number two got pushed to number three, and number three got pushed to number four. Mor- Morbius got pushed back, but that's that comes out in March. Yeah. So, but Mor- Morbius is Sony. Yeah, but the, 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 Mor- the Marvel, the Marvel Sony slash quotes, Marvel. Yeah. Um, the, the Doctor Strange and the the those ones that were coming out. I'm sorry, Batman comes out in February. No, March. Batman comes out in March. Whatever. I'll I'll get the the lineup we'll next out. week. Yeah. Uh, only two other things really were, I know, I know that you have no time or anything like that, but Yellowstone is out. Episode three played last night. If you're listening and you watch it, you know, this is the best show on TV right now. Hands down. There's nothing on TV that even compares to Yellowstone right now. Costner is, this is the best Costner I've ever seen. And dude's a legend. 
this show was intense. The opening, which I watched on the way home on the plane, I watched the season premiere. That's the best opening 15 minutes of TV I've ever seen. My heart was about ready to jump out of my chest after that first 15 minutes. And it was a carryover from the finale last year, which really pissed everyone off. Because, like, how are you going to end it right there? What? Because now you've been sitting around waiting nine months this, for the new one. That cliffhanger from season three carrying over to season four will make you rip your goddamn hair out. Nice. However, if you haven't watched it yet, screw you, you're lucky. Because <laughs> now you can just go right from that just, into season four just opener. Like what happened with The Walking Dead. And not have to wait. Yes, yeah. what Walking Dead used to do to us, sons of bitches. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. The first three seasons are on Peacock. You can just blaze through all. Th- it's only 10, ep- I think it's 10 episodes a season. Um, season four prem- premiered on Paramount+. Plus. Fuck, that's a good show. Um, the other thing that just came out that we watched the opening me. opening episode for last week was Dexter, the new season. Impressed. Uh, everyone was kind of like, okay, glad it's coming back, but how are you going to pull this off and be as good as with you? And and it, I saw the, uh, the I watched the trailer. Are you watching it on Showtime? Yes. You have on, Showtime on Amazon Prime, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you get it through show. Yep. I, just like you used to get HBO. When this is over, I'll cancel Showtime because I got it specifically just so we can watch Dexter. Nice. Which will probably be two months. Yeah. Two, two over, a little over two the, months. The trailer looks really good. What they did and how they're doing it now, I won't spoil anything, but that little scene at the end of that abysmal abortion of a finale of him with the beard up north, whatever, they they start there. He's in a little small town. I believe it's in Alaska. I'm not positive. It's it's that northern, snowy, little small town. Um, nobody knows who he is, obviously. He's got a new name. He's still Dexter, but he's got a whole new identity. He's got a job at a little sporting goods store. Hasn't killed since the last season, so it's in – They've replaced Harry with Deb. So the voice in his head that he's hearing now is Deb, his sister. It's not Harry. That, I was like, how the fuck are they going to, what are they, I had a feeling, but they did. She's going to be in the show, though. She's in the show. She's dead. She's dead. She is now the conscious that he is talking to and hearing. I thought he was saving her. I thought he had protected her. She's fucking dead, dude. She's long dead. She she died in that ship in the hurricane. She was in a coma when he went out into the hurricane. Spoilers. Stupid fucking episode. I I got a dollar says she come she's in the show. She's dead. De- Did they de- show her the grave? Huh? Did they show the grave? No, she's dead because he's now talking to her as she's it shows Okay. She references her dying by showing her him the bullet wound that, that killed her. When you watch it, you'll see. Okay. She's dead. She ain't coming back. Um, like Michael or Jason or Freddie? Fuck off, dude. <laughs> She's dead. Put it at that. But how they did that with her now as the voice and the person he's now talking to and getting through this whole thing, awesome. Gotcha. And his first kill is fantastic. <laughs> nice. And you kind of see it coming when the when the episode starts at a certain spot. But um, so far, I'm totally into it. We're going to watch episode two tonight. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I got, got shit else. 
I have just a couple things. The uh, it, you guys have heard us talk about Outriders. Yep, they had a big, big press release thing today. Um, they felt like shit that their video game released with bugs and issues that it did. A lot of games do. So they have made a massive add-on free patch update that comes out. It'll be live by the end of the day tomorrow on all the different platforms. It's got like four new expeditions. They've changed the end game. There's a lot to it. This game, at this point, if you've never played it, this game is worth picking up for, for whatever it costs. Yep. They've also announced uh, the uh, there will be a, what do they call it? A new deal, not new DLC, but a, an expansion pack or whatever is coming out yep. next year. Basically a DLC. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks really good. And I downloaded one of the free games off of PS Plus. Which one? The one that looks like... The dodgeball game? No, it's not the no. first one. It's not the first one or the second one. The second one's like Adult Trouble or something, and the third one looks like a, it's a, like a D&D looking guy with a hammer jumping. Yeah. I am loving it. Really? It's super fun. It's as PS close Plus to, games you can't lose. It, it's, it's a free, free. Rit. it's a free trial. It's free. Yeah, it's as close to D and D as you can get without it being D and D. But there's also it's action. You you are you doing different things, and it's third person view like Outriders. So it's 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 fun. It's I'll, I'll have to find the name of it. You do that. It was created by Todd McFarlane. He created really? he created Spawn, right? Yes. And uh, R. A. Salvatore, who writes the Legend of Drizzt books. Okay. The Forgotten Realms, the Drizzt's the the little white haired on the top right. Yep. There's like 17 books or whatnot. He's uh, he also writes a lot of other books, and uh, it was developed by some guy who they said the games that he had developed. And I knew who the games were, so yeah, it was it's it's good. It's it's a PS4 game, so the graphics lack. Yep. But it's super fun to play. Yeah, if game's fun, it it most I mean unless it looks like total shit, it's not fun. But a lot of the PS4 games still hold up. I agree. And they're still fun. I agree. Um. I'm glad you said that because Battlefield 4 came out. Oh, <laughs> or, yeah. or no, Battlefield 2042. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, you can go online and listen to all the negative like like you said, it it's a massive title. It didn't do exactly what I wanted. So. It's a huge um what do you call it? franchise. Battlefield's been around a long time since Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Bad Company. Battlefield 3, 4, uh, Battlefield 1. I mean, it goes on and on. Battlefield's been around a long time. Holy shit. Friday night, we played until we, meaning um, my buddy Ty up in Canada, Dylan, got on. We uh, The three of us played together. Ty actually clipped a video of one of our rounds of Hazard Zone and put it on YouTube which is pretty cool. I didn't know he did that. He sends, he sends the video. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool gameplay. I love this map. And then I seen the names. I'm like, holy shit, that's us. He clipped it and posted it on YouTube. I'm like, nice. I thought it was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, yes, there are issues. that We had server, server problems. Like it was tough getting into a game at times. We wouldn't have played till 1, 2 in the morning if we were having trouble getting into games. We played and we had a fucking blast. Yeah, this is not gonna this is not gonna launch with zero issues. No, it's just not gonna happen. No release ever does. Yep. Um, Battlefield Three was, I believe it was three had notoriously one of the absolute worst launches of any game ever. It's gonna happen. Should it happen? Probably not. In this day and age, with software and the level of nerds that work on these games and the tech, 
the software, all that stuff. It shouldn't happen, but uh, is you're you're literally talking about millions and millions of people waiting to play this game there comes on a, Thursday night. There comes a point where you have something like this, and you can only test so much without making it go live. It's trial by you, error, I guess. You don't, you, yeah, well, you can play it with 40 guys and say, okay, we fix this, we fix this, but you can't... Hey, it's just like Disney+. Plus. The day Disney Plus launched, they're like, we're ready. Yeah. And you're like, uh, well, I guess no, you weren't. You know what I mean? You can, you can only do so much without actually going live on a, on, a, on a game like this. It happened with World of Warcraft. It happened with uh, EverQuest. It happened with City of Heroes. Right. It, it happens with all of them. So I'll, I'll, I guess I'll compare it to this. Walmart runs pretty fucking smooth all year long until Black Friday. There you go. Walmart runs smooth on its own. There you go. No problem. And then all of a sudden, you've got 5,000 idiots at the door waiting to cra- trash that place. Yep. That's kind of, I'm guessing, what the servers are like. Everybody and their brother was trying to play Friday night. And we did. Yeah. And we had a blast. And nice. this game mode called Hazard Zone is incredible. It's a lot of fun because it's... When you play Conquest or a lot of these shooters, it's just run and gun, whatever. You know, it, it's still fun. But you have an objective that you have to do, and you have to stick together. There's these satellites that crash randomly throughout the map, and you got to go get the drives out of them. And not only that, you got to stay alive and make sure your teammates stay alive long enough to get extracted. So these big, awesome-looking, they look like the Ospreys, but there's no props. It's just a jet engine. Okay. Comes down. You've got to get in there and get out at a certain amount of time without dying, and you rack up points that way. I'll. I mean, when when and if you get it, it's going to happen eventually. You just got to give me a couple weeks. When you play it, it's the team aspect of it that makes it so much fun, because you know you don't want to have four medics load out because that's not good. You got to have you want to have in a guy the assault with the shield. Um, you want to have a an engineer guy so you can have a drone. You can scout ahead. There, there's so many different aspects of it that make it fun because you have. Stuff that you you got to be smart about. It's a team based game. It's not just. It's not just. I've got a gun. I'm going to run around and shoot people. Cerebral is the word I was looking for. There you for. go. You have to think. That's a very cerebral word to use. How about that? Yeah. That's a big word for yeah, this it is. guy. But it fits and it's really cool. In the maps, I I'm not even going to try to describe them because it doesn't do it justice. On a PS5 on the right TV, it is unbelievable. It, it's. The one map that we played that's on the YouTube video looks like the city where Kong and Godzilla fought in the, in the last movie. Nice. Neon lights, sand, a dust storm. Sweet. It's it's insane. It's really cool. But Battlefield 2042 was absolutely awesome, and there's years worth of content coming. Dan, excuse me. And they're not even starting the seasonal release stuff until early next year. So nice. right now it's just... Here's what you got. Play it, and it has not got boring yet, and the maps are incredible. Perfect. So that's all I got for the bag. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I do have a bit of sad news, though. Uh Uh-oh. It's been a long time coming. Now, to to, to go back to our trip, due, due to recent events in the trip, I have to retire a segment from the show. Very yep. sad. Mail, ball, mail call? Nope. <laughs> Fact check? Nope. It's part of the show that, given recent events, thanks to my wife, I have to say goodbye to. And that would be the mom jokes. 
because I had a pretty good meeting. Oh, that's right. Got together with the parents for a couple hours and had a actually a great time. So in good conscience, I can't do the mom jokes anymore. Good. I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Which is good. You're right. It is good. But fuck, they were funny. <laughs> they were. They were funny. We can, we'll can. we just make up a, a fake aunt. How's that sound? Oh, my aunt's a bitch. Well, there you go. Linda jokes it is. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy has now been go. replaced by Linda. Yeah, in all honesty, uh, Phil and I were actually talking about that. Because you went and saw your your mom and your dad and your sister, yeah. And Phil and I went and that's my whole family right there. We went to uh, we went to a flea market, so it was cool. We had a lot of fun. It was yeah. really cool. Phil Phil was giddy because he hadn't been there in like six years. We used to go there all the time, and he all uh, the time. He says something. He says, "If you heard from Putty," and I'm like, "No, I haven't." And I sent you a text. And what remember what I said to you? <laughs> did you get? I kidnapped? said, "Did you get kidnapped?" <laughs> and you replied back, "No, this is actually going really really well." And that. Did you it actually black bagged. It actually kind of made me tear up a little bit because Stop. it's no, it did because it's important. It, and, and I told Phil, I said I've always felt bad because when we talk on the show, I have a great relationship with my parents, right? You know, and I always feel bad saying I have a great relationship with my parents because that would be like me sitting here going, "I really love my Lamborghini," you right. know, and you're driving, sure. you're driving like a fucking gremlin, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? So it, it's, it, I'm really happy that that worked out for yeah, you. Yeah, I actually had a couple texts with my dad today, so yeah, it was, uh, it was actually. Nice. It's well worth it, and all credit to the wife because without the wife, I probably would have. I mean, this is a secret. You may not know this. I'm not a confrontational guy. Yeah, you're not. I I will. Um, I mean, I, like That's... that, like that day that um, you know, we had Nick in, and then tensions kind of grew. I was ready to fucking run home. That's when you just give me the steering wheel, and I'll I'll handle it. That's first. when like that uh, gif of the guy jumping out the window. That's me. When other people start arguing, I'm fucking out. I am Kenny Powers in this bitch. I'm fucking out. So, short story, it went awesome. It good. went really good. Good. Another now ant jokes. Perfect. Perfect. God damn it, Linda. Good job, Amy. Yeah, well done. All credit to her. I'm kind of out. That's it. We got right. a list. Yeah, we do have a list. This list was fun as hell. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? Yep. In fact, I have... Uh, Got them all saved on my phone, actually. So, do you want to introduce it and start? Or no? What's your idea? Was it my idea? I think we really have to give credit to. Was it Phil or Ryan? Ah, eh, fuck both those was, guys. I, we did. I think it was Phil. <laughs> I think it was. No, it wasn't. It was Richard. Was it Richard? It was Richard. Oh, it was Richard. Yeah, fuck Ryan and Phil. I mean, <laughs> it, it works. All right, so. As a lot of lists do, this came up by just a random text idea popped up, and it had to do with memes. Like, what are our favorite memes? Yeah. Like, and there's a whole bunch. There's obviously, I didn't put it on my list because it was just way too easy, and I hate too easy stuff, and that's the cat and the two ladies. Not on mine, because for the same reason. Just fucking yelling at each other. Back and And the forth. cat is just... One line in the shit and pissing off the one. There's the, um, I didn't put this one on my, just another example of all the memes you can find on there of like the little kid making the fist, like, yes. Yeah. Like he's wearing the green shirt or whatever. It the, looks the, like the, a little the, Patton Oswald. The white, the white shirt with the green sleeves. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's those. So I picked the top five of my favorite ones based solely on how hard they made me laugh. 
literally funny memes. Yes. I hate the smart ones that are just trying to send a message. I got no time for that. <laughs> I want to laugh. Understood. Keep your messages for the view. Fair enough. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. All right. Um, so my number one is a lock, and my number two was a lock. Okay. I, um, I'm going to have to go with uh, number five would probably be the shirtless Putin jokes, the memes. <sighs> Just because you're like, where the fuck did they get that picture? Is there one of him riding a bear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where they got that picture from. You literally just Google it, search shirtless Putin. It, and it's everywhere. And it's read. everywhere. And and the way that they put him in, and lots of times they'll put the words on there. Most of these have the words that fit with the look on the face. You know what I mean? Like like the little kid, you know, he'd be angry about something with his fist, and it would make it funny. But just any time that they would put shirtless Putin, they've they've photoshopped him into different. It's just, I, I, I love it. I think I saw one where they're running, the, running with the bulls in Spain. And he's on a bull. Um, the, 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 yes. the, there's a ton. There are. Photoshop is amazing. It is. It's like the greatest program ever invented. Clearly, our group text has proven that Photoshop <laughs> is a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Fuck Fox. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree on yeah. that. If you ever want to see 110,000 people agree on something, is it that Fox TV timeouts are the fucking worst? I was trying to watch the damn Bucks game yesterday. It's horrible. It was awful. Fox is the worst. The worst. I was letting the cameraman from Fox have it in the corner. and Oh, my he God. Was it was doing so a, funny. He was doing a very good job of ignoring me. We were about 15 feet away from the camera, and, and they went to media timeout, and they would announce it every time. By the third quarter, the entire stadium was booing. Yep. And the guy in the red jacket was out on the field, and, and um, damn it, what's her name? Sherry? Stephanie. Stephanie. Yep. Kept going. What is? What does he do? What does he get paid? What is this guy? You know what? Get that. That guy is, uh, was great. I believe so, I heard a fuck that guy several times. Quite a few times. About the about the fourth quarter, it happens, and you stand up, and look at the camera, and guy, and go, "Hey, what what are we doing? What are we doing?" <laughs> the guy just kept looking through his camera. He knew. I tell you Poor what, bastard. He, he was. He did a good job of doing like those uh, royal guards in England. The yeah, the wooden the crack Buckingham Palace. Uh, the, the royal guards. Yeah, he um. He was what they call in the business a professional. He was very professional. <laughs> I, on the other hand, was not. No. None of us were at that point. No, we were not. We were, Dude, we had so many jokes going on about the over-unders with Harbaugh having the kicker kick the field goals and Nick constantly saying, what's a podcast? And I, I, My stomach hurt, dude. My stomach hurt. That's when you know And that was not it. from the beer and the, and the tailgating food. It or was the literally cowboy from beans. the laughing. Oh, I made those last night. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, they are. It's my new favorite meal. I'm, I'm making a mistake. I think, it's re- I think it's replaced chili, honestly. It's better than chili. I agree. Especially when you put in a pound and a half of bacon. Bam. All right. My number five. Mine are in no specific order. Okay. I, the, the, I mean, I guess you could say they're in a pretty decent order. My first one, my number five, is Rick and Carl from The Walking Dead. Oh, I remember Carl. There's in three different panels. Basically, it's little Carl standing there. Rick in his. It's from the episode where the mom gets killed at, at the prison. Lori, yeah. And it's the scene, if you remember, when Rick finds out Carl had to tell Rick. One of the worst scenes in the entire series, and Rick just breaks down as any husband would, but leave it to the internet to make it one of the funniest goddamn things ever. you've ever seen. Because it's just dad jokes. Oh, yeah. So 
I had a couple examples. Now picture poor little Carl sitting there with his hat. Dad sitting there kind of looking sideways at, at Carl. But in the show, it, the big joke was he always calls him Coral. Coral, come on, Coral. So the first one that I picked as an example is Rick. Rick's, you have to picture Carl on the left, Rick on the right, Rick kind of looking down at Carl. What do you call a fake noodle? Dad, stop it. An impasta. <laughs> and then Rick is kneeling down, tears in his eyes, saying, the noodle's an impasta, Carl. <laughs> it does, it's not as funny when you when you listen to me read it, but when you look at the meme, the look on Rick's face. It's great. He is yelling at Carl. The noodle's an impasta. He's explaining the bad joke. In the look of just so total good. defeatedness, if that's a word, on Carl's oh, face. it's a word is absolutely hysterical. Nice. The next one, Rick is just all permanently bent down, like pleading with with Carl. <laughs> if you didn't watch The Walking Dead, Carl loses an eye. He has an eye patch. He gets shot, whatever. Rick says, I see what you did there, Carl. What do you mean? I did nothing wrong. I'm keeping an eye on you, Carl. Just tell me what I did wrong. Are you looking at the clock, Carl? What clock? And then he gets nose to nose. I see you. He just keeps making eye jokes. And then he says, stop it with the eye jokes, Dad. Nice. There's so many. There it's, are. There's a, there's they, a blue million there's of them. There's so many, and they just get dumber and funnier as it goes on. My number four is the Kermit and the T. Yeah, that's another example I almost used, but I figured you might have it. Just because of all the things they say, and you, and the, this is what makes it so funny to me. You cannot read it not in Kermit's voice. Oh, 100%. You, every time you read it, you, without you're, a doubt, you're in Kermit's voice. And yes. that's what kills me because it's super sarcastic, and there's one thing that Kermit was not, and he was not sarcastic. No. At all. He was about as pure as they get. Yes, I agree. I do totally agree with you. Um, my number four is Leo DiCaprio from Django Unchained sipping the drink. Oh, it's so good. With that smug ass, smart ass smile on his face. And, um, if you haven't seen, I'm, I'm sure you have, but let's face it. If you're listening to us, you've seen the meme. He's just got that funny, like, huh? Told you look on his face. Um, there's there's just there's so many good ones. There's one someone photoshopped him drinking a twisted tea. And uh <laughs> one of one of the examples that I pulled out because it's so dad jokey, but everyone has either said this or heard this at one point. It says when someone asks you what time it is and you say time you get a watch, and he's just got that look on his face, like yeah, dad joke extraordinaire. That is a good one. Uh my favorite one of those is the new one just recently. When the kids wake up the day after Halloween and ask where all their Reese's peanut butter cups are, and it's a picture of him, but he's put on like fifty pounds. Yes, giant face. Yes, so funny. Yep, good shit. Uh, my number three are the Bert and Ernie ones. Oh yeah, it's yeah I, because they're so vile. It's my number one. Some of them are so vile. The way they say it and the things that they say, <coughs> um, gay jokes, uh, racist jokes. Just hysterical to me. Just the absolute worst of the worst. Yes. Um, yeah, and I got examples. 
these are uh, honestly that's they're my number one because I have laughed so hard, absolutely, and gotten so many "what is wrong with you" remarks on Facebook. Oh, I know. I love posting these. Oh, I do, and I love I love watching you post them. I love posting them just for the comments. So good. Like here's one where the count is behind Ernie, and they're all in pajamas. It looks like they're having a sleepover. Ernie looks like he is staring at the ceiling. Bert looks like he's in Ernie's ear, like he's getting, he's whispering something. And you picture Count in the background, and it says, as the roofies begin to kick in, Bert nibbles on Ernie's ear, and the Count removes his pants. Today will not be Ernie's day. (laughs) Um, So bad. Here's another one. We'll just keep this rolling. Bert and Ernie are on the computer, and Ernie's finger is up. Looks like he's getting ready to push a button on the computer. It says, while browsing for sex slaves on the dark web, Bert points out that the handicapped options are cheaper and less likely to escape. (laughs) It's, yes, they are horrible. Yes. But they are so funny. It's absolutely funny. So funny. I take that back. They are funny if you have a sense of humor. Good enough. Fair enough. I mean, that's just has to, that's that's a disclaimer that has to be said. Yeah, I agree. There's another one where Bert and Ernie are staring into the camera directly with just a look of like wide-eyed amazement on their face, and it says, "Bert and Ernie watch ecstatically as the second plane approaches the South Tower." Oh my God, I've never seen that one. Holy oh, crap! That is a dandy. Um, do you remember? There was a. I don't know how popular it was. It was a character on, I don't even know if this is real. It looks like the eagle from the news on the Muppets, but strung out. Sam Eagle? It looks like Sam the Eagle, but it's not him. It looks like a monster version of him. Oh. And it says, Ernie should have not have taken that second tab of acid. <laughs> I think that's something like Cookie Monster's cousin or something, because he looks a lot like Cookie Monster. But they had they had so many different little Muppets on the on the Sesame Street that you only saw like once or twice, or the ones that used to me 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 those guys. Um, so one of my favorite ones, I, I dude, I could read these all day. I know they, they are so funny. There's another one. It's from Sesame Street. It's Elmo and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's on there. I was a massive Buffy fan back in the day. I think she's the number one on my would, would you list. Um. Elmo is holding up the letter D, and it says it was at that point Buffy realized what Elmo was going to give her later. <laughs> it was just a giant D. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Okay, last one, I swear, because I could read these all day. Bert and Ernie are in bed. Ernie's laughing his ass off, and Bert looks shocked. Ernie switches their new 60-inch TV to Rambo in an attempt to trigger Bert's Vietnam's flashbacks. <laughs> These are vile, and I'm a bad person for laughing at them. But I don't think you're a bad person. I make for no apologies. Nice. I make no. I may post a few tonight. <laughs> What's your number three? My number three. Or do you want to go like? That no, was... I mean, yeah, I mean, we can go to your next one. Okay. My number two is the hockey baby. Hockey baby is a good one. Despite oh, the screaming. fact he's wearing a penguin's jersey, I know. But, but the thing about it is, is, there's just no way you could, you could. There's nothing you could do to stage that. It nothing. just, it was so lucky. That shit was legit. It was, and it's my, it's my go-to to post to somebody, other than the can't wait on the sofa with uh, Chappelle as um, Rick James on the sofa, 
That's my number one. I'm excited. Yeah. I love it. I, I totally agree. Mine, next one, is the Anakin and Padme. Those are good. Which is the four panels. Yes. The first one is Anakin. The second one is Padme with a big smile. The third one is a close-up of Anakin's serious face. And then the fourth face for Padme is she's like, what the fuck? Realizing that she's That like, something's wrong. You're coming back, right? You're coming back, right? That- so, I, so I have examples. <laughs> the first one, Anakin is Abraham. This is a little biblical one for you. Anakin is Abraham. Padme is Isaac. Anakin says, God told me to make a sacrifice. Padme, where's the animal, Dad? Serious face, then freaked out face. Where's the animal, Dad? Yes. <laughs> I like it when they do those, and they, they're using different people as well. They're not. It's not just Anakin and Padme. They've thrown the different faces in, but they're all so good. Here's one. I have to read this one, because I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. Obviously, the orders, Anakin, Padme, Anakin, Padme. Let's get married and have kids, Padme. All right, Annie, but you won't kill them, right? Serious face. You won't kill them, right? <laughs> That's wrong. I it, it totally is. Wrong. Totally is. That's my number three. Three or two? That's three. three. Right, yeah, because my number one was Sesame Street. Okay, so I'm on, I'm on number one now. Okay, right. so... My number one favorite memes on the internet are the demotivational posters. You know what? I forgot about those. I completely forgot about those. I have some examples. Oh, thank you. Because it's been it's been a while. This one, the picture was um, of a cactus with a balloon about to float into it, and it was sensitivity. Be advised, I failed the training. <laughs> <coughs> That's a good one. Um, go away. Your absence would make my heart grow fonder. That's a good one. This one was a a guy ride, running with like the little wings, like when you were, you know, the old old timey trying to make your own flying. Yeah. Never give up. And then the the caption was never stop trying to exceed your limits. We need the entertainment. <laughs> this one was a person sitting like on a beach, all sad, and it said rejection. You're a good person with many positive qualities. I'm sure someone else will appreciate them. That's so good. And my favorite was a picture of the Titanic half in the water. And it said, mistakes. It could be that the purpose of your life is only to serve as a warning to others. That That is a good one. That was my favorite that I ran across. I think that's one I would actually hang in an office if those, I had one. Those, to me, there's, there's a blue trillion of those things and i love every one of them yeah i completely agree and i forgot about those um in fact if i had my own company or a big office or hallways i would hang all demotivational posters absolutely because why not absolutely people are gonna know oh this boss is pretty cool yep all right my number one this one was pretty i automatic when we started thinking about these because these ones have literally had me almost passing out from i had to look away i had to stop reading them because it just wouldn't stop are these the orange county chopper 100 percent. yep so usually it's four or five panels it's the old man the son junior and the old man just arguing like just each 
Each face just gets progressively worse and worse, and it ends with two panels. The first one is Junior throwing a chair, and the other one is the old man pissed off pointing his finger at Junior, Paul Jr. I got examples. Because that's what they did every episode. Every, every episode. episode. They, they fucking hate each other. They, they, they hate Appar- each other. Apparently. So you have to picture a dad and a son completely arguing, yelling at each other, which ends with a chair throw and a finger point. In the first one, every single person listening to this has experienced this hell in real life. And it starts off with, place your item in the bagging area. I just did. Unexpected item in the bagging area. Fine, it's gone now. Chair gets thrown. Item removed from the bagging area. Please return the item to the bagging area. You know what? Fuck this place. I'm out. Every person has gotten oh, has dealt with that. And it is... Sure. Um, in our area, um, fucking, what's the name of them? The, uh, the little podunk grocery stores. Winn-Dixie? Winn-Dixie, the worst. If you even look at it, it'll, unexpected item. It's the absolute worst. I love that one. Here's another one. Very relatable. Very funny. First one. I need a job. You don't have experience. But I need to get work to experience. Then work. That's why I'm here. Need experience. How am I going to get experience without work? You go to work. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> this makes perfect sense. It always does. Always has. It, uh, yeah. How do you answer? It's just one of those life's things that your head, chicken or the egg. Absolutely. It's, it's the same thing. It really is. Uh, again... Very relatable, probably more relatable. Anybody that's got a sibling can relate to this. Probably more brothers than anything, but I am guilty of pulling this since my sister is four years younger than me. You stole my Halloween candy last year. You stole mine this year. You still have good and plenties. Screw your good and plenties. (laughs) I'm telling mom you said a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) Screw. Yeah, right? You said a bad word. Perfect. Here it is. The number. This is probably my all-time favorite meme of these language. Why did you fuck her? She was laying there naked. What was I supposed to do? This one's great. The autopsy. That's boring, chair throw. You're the worst vet ever. (laughs) (laughs) Just Google Orange County Choppers chair throw meme, and you're welcome. Yeah. Absolute gold. The those memes. I. I'm a simpleton. Is I'm a simple Jack from Th- Tropic Thunder. I could read those and laugh all night long, and post them and just get what the fuck is wrong with you messages from my wife. It's I awesome. Agree. They are so much it's fun. Awesome. They are so much fun, and they range from relatable items like that yes. to the you, bagging area. To you have offended me, hundred yes. percent. Yeah, I I've wanted to throw that bag across into the customer service desk. I'm almost to the point that when I go somewhere and I have to self-checkout, I'm going to ask them if I can have my 10% employee discount. You get 1099 at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just send me a... Can you just take the taxes out of my check and... Uh, we'll... Yeah, for sure. All Although right. I do love the self-checkout. In and out quick. Um, We will probably not have a episode next week. Oh, yeah, because you're out of town. I'm out of town. And then you've got Tuesday, Wednesday. Everybody's busy as shit for the holidays. Oh, next week is Thanksgiving. Yep. However, you know what? I however, take that back. Yeah. Tuesday night we will do a a Zoom. Well, how's that sound? Skip that. 
Because oh wait, are you out of town Monday next, next week at all? I'm out of town Monday. What about Friday? Because no. a certain someone's coming into town on on Wednesday. Well, that's we're going to have that special episode. That oh, we'll, okay, but, all right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but next week's episode will be yes. We'll get together on Tuesday night. We'll, we'll talk for forty five minutes. We'll do our picks. We'll go over our picks. We'll say hi. We'll do a, a quick top five, and that'll be it. Uh, here's something that we can do. In case anybody listening does have a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox and likes these games or any games and just wants to find us and play a game, you can find me on PlayStation at Putnam2773. P-U-T-N like Nancy, A-M-2773. Just send over a buddy request. There are two different Putnams, 2773s. No, there's a Putnam and a Putty. You want to do Putnam. Putnam is the is the new is is mine. Yes. What is mine? Friend um, or foe? Friend or foe. Literally, that's how it's spelled. Friend or foe eleven. I think it's F R E N D O R F O E eleven. Yes. I'll double check it tonight. We'll put it up. I think I'm pretty confident that's exactly what it is. Can you put a message in when you request for friends? Yep. Just say podcast. Say, just say podcast. And let, let us know. Yeah. I mean, we're still stuck at thirty nine viewers on YouTube. So what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll just keep trying. Yeah, we'll keep asking. Uh, there's a Patreon page you can go to. You can watch us on YouTube. You can uh, help us with the donations. I really dropped the ball. We should have been sending a package out for the troops for Christmas. Um, we, we still in, have. We actually still have time. In defense, it's hard to find groups to send shit to now. I have asked like ten people. I will I send got, out another message. I got to nothing. Fort so, Hood I guys, was... help us out. Help us find somebody. I've got items in the house that I'm already buying for the for the group for the thing. So okay. just ain't got nowhere to send them. Uh, you can help us out with that. Uh, you can on the Patreon page. You can do that. You can follow us. I will be probably deactivating my Twitter account this week. I'm just not happy with it. We oh, are going to we are going to start um, putting a big Instagram um, push footprint out there. I think Instagram is more fun for us because it's more positive. Yes. Uh, you don't get the bullshit on it that you get on Twitter. Plus, I'm tired of being inundated with nothing but political tweets oh, yeah. on my fucking Twitter account when I don't look at political tweets. Twitter's the absolute worst. It's it's it's. I'm so glad I got rid of it. It's garbage. It yep. really is garbage. Um, <coughs> you can email us at top5forfighting at gmail.com if you have any requests, if you'd yeah. like to let us know something. And uh, that's kind of it. That being um, said, let me see if... Out of any chance that Brock emailed us, and he did not. Fuck Brock. <laughs> we were going to let you on the show, dude. I'm but kidding. No, no he did kidding. give me a heads up that he was going to be super busy in the next coming weeks. So yeah, no worries. He gets a pass. We're here for you. Uh, we're hoping to have a surprise guest on our next show. I hate him. Can't stand that guy. I hate him. Uh, we're probably going to have two people on it, just Gu- so you know. Guaranteed Phil won't listen. <laughs> Having said that, um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we sure will. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. 
precursor. He always buries to this. something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me. 